Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook as we continue our series on the Ten Commandments. Today we're going to talk about the Eighth Commandment. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. This Eighth Commandment condemns lying. Because God is regarded as the author of truth, the church believes that humans are obligated to honor the truth. The most obvious way to follow this commandment is not to lie, to avoid lying. But it also has to do with intentionally deceiving one another by speaking false statements about them. So when we look to our own life, have there been times in which we have lied? Have there been times in which I've fallen into the traps of gossiping about somebody or speaking behind someone's back? To be a good Catholic, to be a friend of Jesus, we need to eliminate these things in our life. First, in regards to lying. When I refuse to speak the truth and rather choose to lie, it suggests that I'm not living a true Christian authentic witness. Even in times in which perhaps my words, my behaviors, or my lack of action have put me in a difficult position, by lying, it does not make the situation better. And many times, we might choose to lie to get out of a consequence for something that has happened. Sometimes we choose to tell a lie because we're afraid of what the reaction of the other might be. And so it's important for us to choose truth because, as Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. By being a Christian means that we are to be Christ-like, thereby speaking the truth. But we are to speak the truth with charity. So, for instance, gentlemen who are married, if your wife turns to you and says, Do I look good in this dress? Certainly the response should be yes, whether she looks good in it or not, because you don't want to hurt her feelings. But you might say this rather than lying if you indeed think that perhaps it's not the greatest choice of clothing. Sweetheart, you know you're always beautiful in my eyes, but maybe you should wear the red dress instead. Is a polite way of still speaking the truth without stabbing her in the heart or making her feel anything less than the beautiful woman that she is. Just an example. Sometimes someone might say, what do you think of this? And you don't want to hurt their feelings. So you might sugarcoat it or dance around it or just flat out lie. Again, Jesus wants us to be honest, but we can tell the truth with love. So again, it's the way we say things, friends. A first reaction might be, it's just easier to lie. Or we might even try to rationalize saying, well, it's just a little white lie. But little white lies become bigger lies, become bigger problems. And so any kind of sin, even when it's small, should always be avoided. And Jesus continued to show throughout the scriptures that he spoke the truth with charity. So what are some ways in which we can look towards living the truth with charity more and more in our our daily lives? Let's move to gossip and judgment of others. 
How easy is it for us at times to gossip about others? Now, sometimes we can try to rationalize our behavior and say, yes, but what I'm speaking about this person is actually true. Well, we need to ask ourselves the question, why am I speaking about a matter that is negative in nature? Am I actually gossiping about this person because I'm trying to look better than them? Am I essentially bullying them by bringing up their own faults and failings? What are some ways in which we can learn to build up rather than to tear down? Avoiding periods of gossip is an opportunity for us to live the gospel message. So when we speak about others, if we follow the golden rule, treating others the way we wish to be treated, I doubt that anyone listening to this podcast, myself included, would suggest that they love when others speak ill of them, especially when it's periods of weaknesses or personal struggles. Rather than gossiping about another, maybe look for ways in which we can help them in different situations. This commandment also has to deal with rash judgments that we can put towards others, whether it's individuals or perhaps situations. We wanna make sure that we are not speaking behind people's backs. Rather, at times in which there are situations that need to be addressed, it is in the careful sitting down with other to bring up the fact that this situation or these words were offensive, hurtful, etc. Jesus often speaks in the scripture about sitting down with one's brother or sister before going to the altar to make peace with them. Even within the liturgy itself, at the sign of peace, that is the purpose, is that we are to make peace with one another before we prepare our hearts to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. So again, let us ask ourselves the question, why do I fall into the traps of gossiping or speaking behind people's backs? We also need to look at the times in which we have intentionally or unintentionally ruined somebody's good name speaking ill of them, whether it was a statement of fact or something that we made up. In both instances, the fact that we are trying to ruin somebody's good name is hurtful to God and hurtful to others. And it's also hurtful for ourselves, because then I move from an opportunity of living in God's grace to lowering my standards and falling into the traps that the devil has set for us. We also need to recognize the importance of withholding information. Have there been times in which we have revealed information that should have been kept confidential? Have I broken the trust of my brother or sister? Sometimes disclosing information about others is a breach of confidence. And whether they end up finding out about it or not still doesn't make it right. Again, if we recognize the need for us to do unto others as we would have done to us, then I doubt any of us would like this idea of breaching our own confidence. When we share important information with a friend or someone we trust, the expectation is that they're going to hold that information and perhaps give us advice that we need to help us to overcome 
whatever is transpiring. And so we want to be authentic. We want to be able to be trustworthy. We want to be able to be reliable. We also need to look at our dealings with others as being sincere. Or am I a bit two-faced? I say something to someone, but I actually don't mean it. I'm putting on an act. Or perhaps I'm telling others what they want to hear rather than what they need to hear. And so this idea of being two-faced, again, is an example of something that I doubt any of us enjoy in our own personal experiences. So why would we ever want to fall into the traps of being two-faced towards others? Excessive bragging or boasting or mocking at times. This too is an example of a breach of this commandment. When our speech either only honors oneself at the risk of dishonoring others, or perhaps it presents a situation that doesn't really exist to make ourselves look better before others or to make us feel better. When indeed, our responsibility is not to make others feel less, but rather to build up. This idea of mocking others as well. We have to ask ourselves the question, why am I spending time in bringing others down, making fun of them, making them feel less? The way I show my love for God and I keep a sense of self-dignity is not mocking others, but rather being more compassionate, giving the benefit of the doubt. Or at times in which the person may indeed be, as I call, a hot mess, why don't I look for ways to present solutions to the problem rather than telling the whole world of perhaps a situation that I am not comfortable with or an individual who has upset me in many ways. So this idea of bearing false witness against our neighbor, what are the ways in which we can truly work on eliminating this part in our life? Let's ask God to help us to use our language, to use our minds, to use our bodies as ways of building each other up rather than tearing down. Let's spend less time being dishonest and finding new ways to tell the truth with love. Let's not defame one another, but rather find qualities in one another in a very genuine Christian way to build each other up so that we find not the weaknesses in one another, but the strengths that are, of course, God-given. Lord, help us to bear good witness towards one another. For indeed, by our words and actions, we give you glory. Lord, help us to live the truth and to live the truth in love. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.